Welcome to the Falling Skies cast, the first podcast dedicated to Falling Skies on TNT. Hello, welcome back to the Falling Skies cast. I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, and we're back for our installments of rewatch episodes. If you haven't been keeping up with our rewatch episodes, basically what I'll do is go back, rewatch the episode again, take a few notes, maybe discuss a few items that stick out along the way. And we'd love to have your thoughts on any of these episodes. Feel free to send them in, and we'll tell you all the ways you can get in contact with the Fallen Skies cast at the end of our episode. But first up, we're going to get into some Falling Skies news. From the Falling Skies cast studios, it's the Falling Skies news with Jimmy and Emmy. All right, well, yesterday the news broke that this was a big one, everyone. Terry O'Quinn, John Locke from Lost. Uh, he's been in many, many things over the years. I remember him in Young Guns back in the late 80s. Been on Jack. He's been recently on Hawaii Five O. He is coming to Fallen Skies for a two-episode guest star appearance. And I'm not sure how much you may feel this might be a spoiler. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you skip ahead like 30 seconds in just a second because it does briefly give a description of who his character is and if you think you don't want to know about that don't listen please and i'm going to say skip ahead 30 seconds starting right now all right well terry o'quinn is scheduled to play a character i don't have his name but he is a professor he is a uh, a mentor actually of tom's and so my question of, of that is well has this guy survived the alien invasion and is he a part of the resistance or is this some sort of vision or something since Tom has been abducted by the aliens? Or is this even maybe a flashback where we see Tom's life before this all happened? Uh, I think any of those three could be interesting. So we'll have to wait and see just what exactly Terry O'Quinn will be doing on Falling Skies. All right, another news story broke a while back, and I actually forgot to mention it last episode. The first episode title has been released for the very first episode of Season 2 of Falling Skies. And again, you might consider this a spoiler. I don't know how spoiler-free you'd like to be for Season 2. Um, this is a very brief one, though, so I'm just going to put this out there. You know, Skip ahead five seconds if you don't want to hear this. Starting now. Title is Worlds Apart. All right, and so I mean that can mean lots of things, and I, like we always say, we'll wait and see how that happens. And as far as I know, I'm still expecting this season premiere for season two of Falling Skies to come to TNT right around that Father's Day weekend. Haven't heard anything official yet, but I'm still that is my current projection. Also in Falling Skies news, uh, several Falling Skies fans, bloggers, website runners were able to make a trip up to the Falling Skies set, and there's all sorts of information out there over at 3fbyspace.net. And uh, Robert over there, NZ Rob FL, is there, and he um, was able to make the trip. And there's some pictures of him and some of the cast members, all sorts of stuff. So go be sure to check out his site, and you'll be sure to have some awesome information about Season 2 of Fallen Skies. Wormhole Riders also made it up there, as well as Kimmy XOXO. So I think that's very cool. Look forward to reading more about what their experiences were. I'm sure they didn't share it all already. All right, another thing that I've been looking forward to finding out about is the Falling Skies DVD or Blu-ray release. Still haven't got any info on that just yet, but once we do, we'll be sure to share that here on the show. It'll be on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Google Plus page, just about everywhere we have to um, put out the Falling Skies news. Definitely let you know about that. 
I guess that's going to wrap up our brief Falling Skies news for this podcast. And we'll get into a little bit of a discussion of our rewatch of Episode 5, Silent Kill. It's time for the Falling Skies recap, part of the show where we recap Falling Skies. There were three main plots in this particular episode, or subplots, I guess they were. Um, We're going to start off with Hal. Hal's intentions this whole episode were to finally rescue Ben. That was the plan since episode one, and finally here in episode five, halfway through the first season, they were able to do that. Uh, Hal was setting out to find the best way to get into the hospital and rescue Ben and get out. He talked to Reaver, he talked to Ricky, he talked to his dad, and finally he came up with a plan to pretend to be harnessed, go in alone, try to kill the skitter while it was sleeping with its six little harnessed kids. And this is definitely, you know, we still, as far as the show goes, chronology-wise, as a first-time viewer, you still don't know that the skitters were once human or some other species. And so I still think that's an interesting point to point out. And then we do have just the way Ricky was acting. He was the zombified Ricky already. Um, but one thing kind of stuck out to me this go-around watching this episode was how put on the harness. And I don't know how much time has passed since Ricky was de-harnessed. Because honestly, like I said last episode, I thought the kid was dead. I mentioned that the very first time, the very first episode we, we podcasted about Grace. I mentioned that. And so at that point, Ricky put the harness back to his back and the little spines grew back into his into his back. And so the act, the harness, whatever it is, they haven't exactly explained what that is, um, was still active or alive because it does seem to be at least biogenetic um, if it's not actually a living organism. And so it seemed to be active at that point. And yet he could just strap this thing on his back, no problem, and run around with it. I thought that was kind of a interesting subplot. I mean, I know at some point, yeah, it would be inactive or it would be dead, but just recently, as far as we've seen in the previous episode, it was still able to reconnect itself to Ricky. So that seemed a little out of place to me. And then his plan, I mean, ended up working. I mean, we see that in the episode. He's able to go in. He's able to find his brother. He's able to eventually kill the skitter. And they they rescue the six kids, and Anne is able to, to save five out of six, which isn't too bad. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be our discussion about that particular plot point. The next subplot, I guess, really was Maggie. And there was a couple things going on with her. Uh, she met the pregnant lady, you know, this red shirt coming out of the background we've never seen before. And um, that's generally how it happens. <laughs> it seems like whenever they do introduce one of these characters who's supposed to have been there the whole time, it's never anyone we've ever seen before. Usually it's just some random person They're like, oh, look, here's a pregnant girl. And um, so Maggie has some interaction with her and they try to invite her to the baby shower and, and some things. Trisha, I guess, try to restore some normalcy. And that's good for her because she is trying to fit in, but it also seems she's resistant to that, which is interesting. Another thing with her, we have the subplot with her and how, and how she knew where all the drugs were in the hospital, how she knew where all the drug dealers were, because um, they were able to recover heroin and other drugs to help the kids get weaned off the harness. And so, you know, she gives a story at one point saying her aunt was sick and she visited her a lot. And then finally, near the end of the episode, we actually learned that she had a really advanced form of cancer at one point or another. I guess, I think she said she was 16, maybe. I'm not sure how old she's supposed to be in the show. I would say in her 20s. And she, at that point, had a 50-50 chance of living, and the drugs helped ease her pain at that point. So she is a survivor in more ways than one. We've already known how she survived the at least 
couple rapes that happened when she was with Pope's people who were evil criminals for the most part, it seemed like. And she also survived cancer, and she survived the alien apocalypse, so definitely a survivor. So Maggie's definitely a strong character. Or Margaret. Most people on the show call her Margaret. I still call her Maggie, I guess, because that's what Pope had called her. So if you ever get confused, that is who I'm talking about. The um, the third kind of subplot were you know the fact that we're still experimenting, trying to figure out what's going on with the skitter, and uh, and the Doctor Harris were doing that, and obviously we saw Doctor Harris die at the hands of the skitter, and then eventually we saw the skitter die at the hands of, of Anne, and they really didn't learn much about <laughs> the uh, the skitter this episode, other than they could kill it if they stabbed it in its brain, basically. You know she is able to remove the harnesses, and they do save five out of the six kids, but the one kid was in bad shape before they ever got the harness off of him. So I don't know exactly what that meant. All right. One other thing I just want to bring up here too at the end, Ben wakes up and he remembers his dad. So obviously right away from the very beginning, we see there's a difference between he and Ricky. And we've never been fully explained to why there's a difference other than, you know, I'm assuming just length of time. I, I don't know how soon Ricky was taken and, and harnessed. Don't know how late in the game Ben was taken and harnessed. So that, I would assume, be the only difference. Um, because the harness would eventually turn them into a skitter, and I'm just assuming Ricky's a little further along in that process. And I still think, uh, my theory or whatever, and I don't think it'll become true, but I still like it, is that maybe Ricky is a secret spy now, since he's reconnected with the aliens, and they, they said they didn't want him. Maybe that was all a ploy. I don't know. I hope it is. I think that would be an interesting turn of events. Or if not, we we can have a Skitter Superman fighting for the humans. I don't know. Oh, one other thing. I, I'll throw this in there. I, we have, like every episode, one of those touching family moments where Tom tells his kid how much he loves him and hugs him and all this kind of stuff. It's basically like Full House as far as that particular part of the show. And I do think they... I don't know. I, I know this is supposed to be a family-friendly show, and I think they kind of go a little too far maybe on that occasionally. I, th- I still don't think they do a pretty good job with it, but uh, sometimes it does seem like they're trying a little too hard to make the Mason family the stars of the show and make their family you know, seem like a regular family, even though there's aliens and death and whatever going on around them. So I thought I would mention that. All right, well, we're going to move into our next segment of the show. And that, my friends, is going to be Falling Skies Cast Feedback. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our Falling Skies Feedback. At the time of courting, we were up to 815 followers over on Twitter. And uh, if you're a Lost fan, 815 is one of those, or two of the numbers, technically, and the flight number for Flight 815 that took them to the island. So I thought that was kind of fun just to see that as I logged in to um, check out some of our feedback over on Twitter. And here lately, most of our feedback has just been in the form of people finding us, following us, and um, follow Fridays and things. have a few things here recently people have responded to. When I, I posted a tweet about Terry O'Quinn coming to Fallen Skies just yesterday, Jerry Cadill on the Twitter says, The Falling Skies love Terry O'Quinn. He will be awesome on Falling Skies. And I'm going to have to agree, I think it's going to be amazing to have someone like him. He's very talented, so I think it's going to be awesome to have him on the show. We have Christy back on the 13th of January said, just hit 150 followers, and the 150th follower was the Falling Skies. So, awesome. 
back in January the 12th. Also, Courtney Rankin said, and the People's Choice for Best Sci-Fi Show is Falling Skies. Retweet if you agree. Well, uh, apart from that, like I said, I have several people who have sent out some Follow Fridays our way, and those include at female underscore haggis, at event podcast, at 3F by space, at dinky65, at jewel phoenix, at thinking slimmer, at supernatural cast, at random city, at the 17th precinct, at falling underscore skies underscore, at curly design, at addy mike55, at more chuck, at Jimmy and Georgia. And if you're familiar with my podcast and things, you know several of those were me, but still, those were following Follow Fridays that we received. All right. Well, that's pretty much what's going on over on Twitter. There's definitely you know, a lot of, we mentioned plenty of times before, I'm sure, lots of the people on Falling Skies, the cast members are there. You can follow them. I have a list of them there if you want to check those out, especially people like Umpo. You know, follow them if you're not already. It's, it's cool stuff. And that's really about it, I guess, for Twitter. And then also over on Facebook. All right. Well, over on Facebook, I had posted the link about Terry O'Quinn coming to Fallen Skies. And I had several people like that. Well, three, I guess. George, Christine, and then Carney. So thanks, everybody, for checking us out over there. Also had uh, Mary um, said after I posted the last episode, looking forward to seeing it, I get, you know, listening to it maybe. But uh, thanks so much for that. And then also I do want to mention I do have a couple of emails and I've mentioned this before. Occasionally, I will get emails from people who I guess just assume Falling Skies cast has something to do with Falling Skies casting or something. I'm not exactly sure. And I had someone named Scott email me asking me if it was possible to get a job on Falling Skies. Well, I guess I just I was just actually just the one email. Um, <laughs> that's about it. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna be all for our Falling Skies cast feedback, and we're gonna get over into our last little part of the show where we basically just tell you how you can get in contact with us, how you can be involved with the Falling Skies cast. We definitely love for you to be. Um, as we mentioned, this is a long hiatus. We still have roughly a hundred and I think thirty-four more days to go before my projected date of Father's Day, twenty twelve, for the return of the show. Uh, I still, like I said, still haven't had, had any news on the Falling Skies coming out on DVD. I'm sure it will be. Just haven't gotten the news of a release date just yet. So once we get that, we'll be sure to share that with you guys and gals. But if you want to call us, feel free to do that. We've had a couple of voicemails as we've gone along through our podcast. We'd love to have some more. You can call in at 773-35-SKIES. And as always, you can email us, fallingskiescast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We're the Falling Skies. And if you're not already, we'd definitely love for you to do that. We're over on Facebook. Looks like we have about 137 people on our Facebook page. So thanks all of you who found us over there. And then you can also check in on Get Glue. That's something I don't really mention that much, I guess, anymore. But that is something you can still do. I don't know. One thing they did a while back, I think I mentioned this before, Get Glue moved us from a TV show, which is where pretty much all the podcasts were going back when you can just add your podcast, and you really can't do that anymore because I have a few new podcasts, and I can't add them to Get Glue like I was able to with the you know, first few here that I had done. Well, we have actually one under TV shows and one under recording artists, and I guess technically the one under recording artist should be the official one, and I think that's what I have link linking to um, everything. So... Again, that is an option if you're in if you're on Get Glue. I know it probably to some degree might not be quite as popular as it was a few months ago or something. Who knows? All this stuff goes by pretty fast. <laughs> There's probably things out there um that other people are more into at this point. But all right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up as far as how all the ways you can get in contact with us. 
Again, we definitely love your feedback. Next episode, we will be getting into Sanctuary Part 1. That is Episode 6 of Season 1. And that original air date was July 17th of last year. And we'll go ahead and read that official description now so you can get prepared. And if you want to um, send in your feedback, we'd love for you to do that. And that is when Lieutenant Terry Clayton, guest star Henry Cervini, the tutors of the seventh mass, arrives with word that the aliens are on the way back to attack the second mass. Clayton's plan to lead the children to a safe haven while the adults remain behind to fight is met with some resistance from the parents, including Tom. All right, well, that's going to be all for this week. I hope to hear from you and from the Falling Skies cast. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace.